Spider-Man No Way Home is the 27th Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, the third in the Spider-Man Home trilogy, and the full and proper introduction to the Marvel multiverse. But is there no way this film could be better, or no way we'd watch it again? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. Welcome to Popsicle on the Fan Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we are talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, this would have come out a little bit sooner, but we've had our Christmas break, so sorry about that, but we all need time off or something, so Merry Christmas, Darren. Merry Christmas, Michael. Um, my God, you got some Marvel, Marvelicious toys. I did. <laughs> um, Stormbreaker is currently sat over there. Yep. Uh, you've got the Eye of Agamotto above us. Yep. Um, what was the other one? Uh, well, I've already already owned the Star Lord helmet, yeah, Infinity yeah. Gauntlet. Yeah. I was pricing up the Nano Gauntlet, you know, the one that does the Iron yes. Man snap. Yeah, yeah. But fuck me, that's one hundred and thirty pounds. Oh boy, that that axe should have been one hundred and thirty pounds. Yes, we paid eighty, so I, I'm pretty pleased with that. That's pretty decent. And it's very big. It's fucking heavy. There's a big metal rod that runs up the the shaft <laughs> that I had to screw the axe head into. So, like, God bless the Marvel Legends line. They, they make some properly good stuff. I really want Cap Shield. Mm. I really want that I think thing. The one in the Marvel Legends line is not metal. So oh, you, is it not? No. It's like, so it's like 100 quid for like a big plastic disc. If you want the metal one, it's 300 quid. I'd be tempted to save money and have the metal one, to be honest. I do want a cap shield in here. That would be real dope. Then you've basically got all of them. Well, I guess. If you've got the nano gauntlet. If I've got the Iron Man helmet, that'll be cheaper. There you go. There you go. Um, I, did I get any Marvel stuff? No. Um, I got Le- I got my massive Lego R2-D2. Yeah. I haven't started yet. I'm saving, I'm, I'm saving that up for like the, maybe this weekend where I'm going to finally get onto it. Um, I bought, I brought Rachel uh, Sword of Gryffindor, so the sword rack is now pretty much finished. <laughs> so She's you've now got representation on there. Master Sword, lightsaber, Sword, sword of Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Yes, so yeah. that that feels pretty much done. Mm. Um, I think any Marvel games, even though there's quite a lot I want, but they're all in the sale, so it's fine. Oh yeah, you'll you'll. I'm gonna get Guardians. I'm gonna finally get Miles Morales. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, you finally got your PS5. I did. Seto. I did. I've only been playing PS4 games so far, but that's because I have a sickness, which we'll talk about in one of our many reviews. Just, just, just to let you inside. Um, we're recording a lot of it. <laughs> we're doing this one first because it's by far the one we have the most enthusiasm. We have to get this one out before the end. Of the spoiler alert. I think we're fans of the Spider-Man movie. Um, but yeah, if we, if we, if you're listening to like a podcast in five episodes time and you feel they seem a little low energy. Probably could have spunked it all on this, which I'm going to come right off the bat and say, it's the new best Spider-Man movie. Fair enough. I understand that. I do get it. It's pretty fucking great, isn't it? It was Spider-Man 2, but this has the only two things I need from Spider-Man 2 <laughs> present here, so it's all good. Hang on. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two things, yes. The two things I the need two, from The that, two things you need from that movie are here, Dr. Octopus and a second thing. <laughs> 
They're here. <laughs> Speculate all you want. Yeah. I mean, it's the worst kept secret in Hollywood. We could talk about it now, but I feel like we should at least try and not spoil it for people. So, I mean, straight off the bat, it's my new favourite Spider-Man movie. Fair enough. Now, I know that you love Spider-Verse. Yes. A lot. Yep. So I'm presuming that's still your fave. Yeah. But this could trouble number two. Oh, yeah. Two or okay. three at the very least. Like, you know, like, I think there's a lot of things... Now, I'm going to say something, and this is going to put the cat amongst the pigeons. Right now, it ain't number one for the year. Whoa, what? Are you taking the fucking piss? This is, this is the structure for this episode, right? I'm going to tell you where it is, and you have to move it up. Okay. It is number six. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Bit of a spoiler. It's not the highest rated comic book movie. <laughs> what the shit in hell have you been watching? Right, okay, let me say this. I think this might be the last time this works. And I, and the, I had genuinely, genuinely had a little crisis after that movie being like, that movie, because of the leaks, because yeah. of the, 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 the year-long hype build-up, I came out of it, Initially feeling a little underwhelmed. It, that has gone away. That has gone. That that ship has sailed. Okay, gone up the moves. But I can't, at the minute, without your input, put it any higher than that. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. But I think that's the last time that that's going to work. I don't know where you go from here. <laughs> what's the you know what's the MCU looking like after this? That's the best they're going to do for Phase Four. Okay. So, well, two things. One, a slight spoiler for, I guess, at my end of year list, I literally didn't write the number one entry because I knew what it was going to be. Yeah. That, that might be a bit of, like, you know, bias. You know, I shouldn't, I should go in with an open mind, but I'm like, I don't know what that movie has to do hmm. to not beat an otherwise not particularly strong year for a top ten. Like, Interesting. Every, everything from two to five is, like, good, and I enjoyed it. It's a better top ten than last year's, which was shite. <laughs> Let's just never forget that Sonic cracked the top five. Yeah. So it, it, it's fine, but it was like, I don't know what it has to do to to not be that film. Yeah. What the fuck is in front of it? <laughs> uh, right, we'll get to that in spoilers. We'll get to that in, we'll, we'll get to that in another episode. Yeah, we'll get to yeah. that in the movie where we talk about the final. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Jesus. But I get what you get. It's It's got what can only be described as Breath of the Wild problems. Yes. Of like, fantastic... But now, what the fuck do you do next? Yeah. yeah. Of like, well, because obviously, like, Doctor Strange is going to carry on the multiverse business. Mm. But you are right. It did feel like they spunked a lot into this to get it over the hill. And now, now it's like, but. Now well, sometimes I'm dour on a movie to bring, to uh, realign your opinion closer to reality. Mm. That's not what I'm trying to do here. I want to be as excited as you. I want to put Spider Man at number one. So you think the conversation. We'll put Whereas me up rather than bring you down. Did. Right, okay, yeah. fair enough. So, I'm hoping the opposite happens here. Because there's a fucking lot to like in this movie. Holy shit, if you like Spider-Man. Yeah, if you like Spider-Man, this is everything you could ever possibly want. Yeah. Chief among which, because I think I, I like that it really... The reason why I think it's the best Spider-Man movie, mm. and it's not just because of all the stunt stuff that goes on and all the kind of, you know, the stuff that's just going to get you hyped because, oh my God, I can't believe X is happening or Y is happening. Mm. It's because I think it, it's the best that really captures all that there is about the Peter Parker character in like one go. I will say that this is probably the best Tom Holland has been. 
Yes, agreed. Although I think mm, this is the thing. I fucking love Mysterio. I think the way that they introduced Mysterio was yes. incredible. Yes, that kind of impact is felt in this movie, but it is there is an absence of a Tom Holland villain. Yes, um, which may or may not be a spoiler. You've seen all the villains in the trailer. Yes, that's who's in it. There's no smoke show. There's no, no. big reveal. Our oh, Mysterio's still alive, etc. Which I was kind of expecting. I was, I was banking on that. Yeah. But considering how much we had spoiled, maybe we shouldn't have been. Because I'm like, well, what's left to spoil? Yeah. They have been unable to keep anything under wraps. So fair enough. But I think so. Not just like in terms of his performance, which I think is very, very good. Hmm. But in terms of like he can be understandably quite happy at some points, and then understandably very sad at other points. Because hmm. Peter Parker's life is not meant to be great yeah it's meant to be a mix of happiness relative to his current situation and then great amounts of sadness has yeah. to be there almost constantly it was something that initially bothered me because uh, there is a point in this movie where something happens yes and that's as much as i can say about that moment yes you know the one i'm referring to yes. but it's bad it's bad times all round. yes and i was like this happened because of peter parker yes and I initially got quite annoyed at that. But then on reflection, what is Peter Parker if not somebody who tries to do the right thing and fails spectacularly? That's what I'm saying. It captures all of that Peter Parker goodness in one three-hour movie that I felt could have been at least two hours longer. Yeah. No, honestly, I could have done with more as well. I don't know how you come out of a three-hour movie wanting more. <laughs> but, because I, I came out of an 80-minute Venom movie wanting less, so I don't know how that happened. But there we are. So, the Venom TV special. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's good that it sacrificed some of the comedy in order to have those really deep moments mm. and it allows those things to like sit and simmer for a while. Mm. Um, like Once that sad thing that you're referring to happens, like Tom Holland, Peter Barker, never really cracks a smile again. Like mm. It's always kind of, he's very melancholy from that point forward. So that's good. Yeah. That's everything that Peter Parker is. It's not the largely happy first two movies from Tom Holland. You know, the Tom Maguire ones touched on that, and the, the second Andrew Garfield movie definitely touched on that. But, oh, boy, did oh it. Oh, boy. But they they find a very, very nice balance here mm. that I really appreciate. And also in terms of what he's dealing with, he's dealing with like big problems. Everyone knows who he is now because of the end of um, Far From Home. Is this the first time a post credit scene has been essential viewing? Because like, they've always hinted at what's coming. And, you know. Could you? Yeah, I suppose. But like you have to have seen, not that anybody doesn't know to stay till the end now. But yeah, you do have to know that because it's literally the start of the movie is the end of the last one. Mm. So he's dealing with like big superhero stuff, but then he's also dealing with like getting into college. Mm. And that feels like a very Peter Parker situation to mm. be dealing with. So I think that's why I'm giving it like this this amount of praise is yeah. that it's the it's the ultimate Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Not just because of, all, again, all the eventy stuff that happens, but because it really nails the character. It absolutely nails the character. If I have one criticism, mm -hmm. and it is the prevailing criticism over all of it, is that it's such an event at the back end of the movie. The second half of the movie, don't get me wrong, I have nothing bad to say. Yeah. Not a single bad thing from the point we'll have to talk about later. Mm -hmm. To the moment the credits roll, not a bad thing. I right. can't fault it. Okay. The early part of it and putting the puzzle pieces into place mm. so that you can have that second half of the movie, yes. I think is a little bit ham-fisted at times. Especially in the introduction of some of the villains from certain universes. There is a great introduction sequence for Doc Ock. It's very yes. good. There is a great introduction sequence for the Green Goblin. Yes. Very good. The others... 
it's a bit shit. <laughs> it's very ropey. It's very, very ropey how that is done. Yes. And it doesn't really kick off being great until they're all in a room together, and that's as much as I can say about it. Okay. See, I, 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 I do see where you're coming from, because you're talking about the Electro introduction. Electro, Sandman, and Lizard. I'm talking about all of them. Yeah, well, the Lizard's kind of a backhand one of, like, <laughs> Doctor Strange just went and fetched Reese him. fans was too busy doing... Actually, no, he wasn't too busy doing Raspbian, because they filmed that fucking years ago. Yes. So, that. Um, whereas he has to go and get Electro and Sandman at the same time. Mm. And that is a little clunky. Mm. Yeah, the, the, it's not it's not smooth sailing in terms of plotting early on. Because... And there are some plot holes, if you think about them, that really fall down. Mm. Like, the crux of... Yeah, that's that's kind of a spoiler. Here's something. Go on. Could Peter Parker not have asked Doctor Strange to make it to the world forgot who Mysterio was? Would that have helped? I mean... But then they don't remember... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Having said that, he could have just made Thanos forget about his whole plan and <laughs> save us a lot of time. So it is a film where if you think about any of it, it, <laughs> yes. does, it, does, it does wobble. So it's best not to go down that path. The, the, I guess the point of the Marvel Universe is that it's normal people given great power mm. and the struggles that come with that. Because, you know, would Doctor Strange necessarily have known to have done it in that order? No. Good point. So, think as, as clunky as it is, what we get from that clunkiness is worth it. Yes, hundred percent. And the, yeah, it's a, it's not as smooth as it could be, and they take some some questionable decisions to get there. But like, yeah, the second that all of the villains are in a room, mm. we are fucking firing, and yes. we do not stop firing <laughs> until the end. Yeah, like it just it, it kind of captures what the Avengers movie captures mm. in a weird way, but about Spider-Man villains in that it's all these people being in a room for the first time and then kind of interacting with each other because like the. The Doc Ock and Green Goblin interactions feel incredibly natural. Oh my like, god, they're like, so good. Like, but the, you, it takes a while for you to remember. Like, these two characters have never been on screen together. No, they don't share a back story, even though it quite naturally feels like they do. Mm. We just didn't. We were privy to it previously. Yeah. They they talk in a lot of respect of each other, calling each other doctor and so on. And then, like you know, when something happens, they start calling each other Otto, and and it's just it just lovely. Um, and you know, Lizard and, and Electro knowing each other because they both worked Oscorp in the Andrew Garfield universe, and all that jazz. Sandman feels like the odd one out. <laughs> he felt like he feels like tokenistic because we needed someone from Spider Man Three and we weren't going to get Venom. Yeah. Um, and we we're not touching um, what's his face James uh, Franco at the minute. No. Oh, he's no. off the list. Um, we can't have too many goblins running around. No. Um, so yeah, him being there felt a little odd. Um. But still, he was he was. I didn't like the CG. I don't know why he needed to be constantly sand. Mm. I don't think it it's worked. the same with the. Li- I mean, the lizard kind of makes sense. The lizard makes more sense, I guess. But because I mean, that's what he looked like in the comic books. But I mean, like, why can't they just have? I felt like the mouth animation was a bit Eiffel sixty five at some times. Uh, yeah, a little it's bit. very snappy. A little bit. Yeah, I just don't know why we couldn't have. Pausing whilst I look up his name. Hayden his Thomas- name is Hayden Thomas Church. Thomas. Hayden Church, yeah. I Thomas don't know Hayden why. Church. Because he was yeah. like that for most of Spider Man 3, so just have him walking around like that. Yeah. Give it. him the t shirt and yeah. just let him do it. Done. Beautiful. Um, so, well, we've mentioned him now. Oh, fuck me. I'm just happy Alfred Molina's back. Oh, my God. And he's so good. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And, but, but, is William Defoe better? Yes. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred Molina, for the longest time, was the best. 
and yes. maintained the best. Yes. This this entire movie, I'm not unconvinced, was entirely just so Willem Dafoe could leapfrog him. <laughs> could just chew all the fucking scenery <laughs> with his face out, yeah. correcting the one mistake that Spider-Man 1 made. You've got the most rubber-faced dude this side of Jim Carrey, and you put a permanent mask on him. Yep. That seems quite stupid. <laughs> He just does not give a shit in this movie. <laughs> Even in real life, he was doing his stunts. Yep. He's 62. Yep. And he was doing his <laughs> He was on the glider at 62. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, so good. He's so, it's such... Not that, like... You go through phase with the Green Goblin from the first film where he's like, oh, it was so dumb and the costume's so shite. But when Defoe and does a very good job of it, and then and he's gone through several cycles of this, but now we don't need to worry about that anymore because mm. this is now a, the, the better version. Yeah, they fixed and we it. Can, yeah, and we can enjoy this more. <laughs> oh boy, he's fantastic. Like I said, I, I don't, I, it's it's just redemption for Electro. Mm. He's a lot better in this without really. Because I thought they were just going to let Jamie Foxx just be normal Jamie Foxx and just forget about all of the weird nerdy mannerisms he did in the first one. They they kind of find the right balance here. Where he's still got some of that awkwardness. Mm. I mean, he looks different, but I, I guess that's because Jamie Foxx couldn't bother to do the makeup anymore. Yeah, for who's, um, who, who wants to look like that? Yeah, true. So it, it's toned down a bit, but it still feels like that character. Mm. Um, again, he's just kind of the Sandman. And Lizard doesn't really do much. No. Lizard spends the majority of one of the best scenes of the movie locked in a truck. Yeah. Uh, and that's where he belongs. So, you know. Yeah, CGI budget can only cover so much more. Yeah, it's a free so. movie. Um, yeah, but they CGI'd the. F- yeah, they CGI'd the claws the entire way through. None of those claws are practical this time. Oh, yeah, because he said he missed them, didn't he? Mm. <laughs> Did you see the story of, like, he used to be on the gimbal thing that moved him around? Yeah. And he'd be mid-conversation with Tom Holland, <laughs> then whoop, off like, I go. Oh, I suppose I'll see you later, mate, <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, this scene looks such a fun movie. That's the footage we need. <laughs> Please. If that's on the Blu-ray, I will buy, I will buy the Blu-ray. I will buy all scenes of just Alfred Molina with no claws. <laughs> Just be moving on a <laughs> going. There's nothing moves. Would it? Can it possibly be better than that's that um, green screen footage of him singing? Uh, if I were a rich man. <laughs> oh, that would be lovely. Were... Oh, I love it. See, I love it so much. The only problem, the only problem I have is it's a weird meta problem I have. Hmm. In that we obviously enjoyed this because we've seen the five other Spider-Man movies necessary to watch this one. I On did... top of the other two that you do need to watch. I did see a tweet that says, do I need to have watched Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 1 and 2 to understand Spider-Man 3? <laughs> Which is a great point. Yep. I feel a bit like, do you remember when we Ready Player One? Yeah. And I came out and like, right, I don't know if my brain is filling in plot holes because I have done the reading mm. and you and Rachel hadn't, but you were like, no, we, 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 we still enjoyed liked it, it and understood it just as much as you did, which was fine. Because I'm like, a lot of this stuff, a lot of the goodness you're getting out of this is based on you having a relationship with those previous movies. Mm. And I don't even necessarily mean, say, like, you know, Rachel hadn't seen them, I was like, right, this week we've got to watch all f- five other Spider-Man movies and then watch this one. Mm. I don't know if it's more based on, we just, it's nostalgia, you know what I mean? Like, it's been X amount of his 15 plus years of enjoying Spider-Man 2, and now it's back and I get to enjoy it again. Is it a nostalgia hype that I'm getting? I think it must be, because I did I did make sure I rewatched some of the Spider-Man yes. movies. There's no reason for me to rewatch the Amazing movies, because no. they're still pretty recent. Yes. So I've rewatched the Raimi trilogy. Yeah. I fucking forgot how good 2 was. Oh my god. How many times have I told you? Oh it's my so good. Fucking hell. Like, one, it's dumb, campy, goofy shit, and yeah. I still love it. Three, 
I don't better hate than it. you remember it. Better than you remember it, mostly because of Sandman, and that's why he feels kind of like underdone in this movie. Yeah, because yeah. the Sandman plotline in three is fucking great. It's yeah. the Venom shit that ruins it. I mean, yeah, yeah he's emo Peter Parker. That done the full three sixty now. Where it's, it's now, funny. It's so shit that it's good. Yeah, but two, no, it's just fucking great. I, oh my, I forgot how good the train fight was. I haven't watched the train fight from start to finish in years. And holy fuck, is it good? It's the best, right? It's so goddamn good. It's and and this is the thing. It's all that goodness coming back mm. to us. I would have loved. I don't know how. But I would have loved to have watched this with someone who has not seen... They've seen the Tom Holland ones, but they've not seen the other ones. You you can't get that same level of enjoyment out of it other than going, look at all these new villains I haven't but is seen. But is it enjoyment or is it genuinely not understanding? They don't really do a lot to explain who these people are. They don't, but think about how much Spider-Man adjacent media there is. Yeah, you, you're going to have some tangible... I mean, you know... Like that's Doctor Octopus yeah. without needing you know a lot of elaborate backstory. Let's just movies. list some of the things we grew up with: the original trilogy, the yeah. Amazing movies, the Spider-Man '90s animated TV show, yes. the Spider-Man PlayStation One games, the Spider-Man PlayStation Two games, the Spider-Man PlayStation Four games. Yeah, several Spider-Man comics. Spider-Man appearing in theme parks. Yes. Spider-Man appearing in theme park rides that aren't necessarily in his theme park. Spider-Man right. now appearing at new theme parks. Well, to be fair. Into the Spider-Verse had a similar issue, but even like more so because it was based on comic books that people definitely haven't read. Yeah, no but one had read the Penny Parker run. I haven't read any of them, so but I still knew enough to be able to pick up on it without them having to overly explain who they are. It's like, this is just this is future Spider-Man, and this is Spider-Man if he was in a noir, and this is Japanese Spider-Man, that's all you need to know. So I guess it's kind of the same thing here. It just Again, would it be interesting to watch it with someone who just does not have that relationship with those movies? Mm. And see if they enjoyed it to the same extent that we did. But Rachel doesn't necessarily have that relationship with them. She had seen the... Raimi trilogy? She's seen the Raimi one. She hadn't seen the Andrew Garfield ones, I don't think. So she doesn't really have that relationship with them. But she enjoyed it as much as as I did. So Mm. that's a good sign. Right, is there anything we can touch on without... Well, we talked about the villains. Let's talk about the side characters. I think Zendaya does a good job. Yeah, As per usual. She doesn't get a lot to do in this movie compared to the second one. She's a lot more integral to that one than she is to this one. It's unfortunate to say, but I think her best scene is the closing of the movie, which yes. I can't talk about no. yet. Um, Ned is not given as much room to breathe as the no. others this time round, which is a shame. Someone has to get sacrificed, unfortunately. This is true. kind of him. He still gets to be funny. He yeah. still gets laughs. He's and not... they do give his character stuff that can be used going forward. Oh, yeah, but he's not firing on all cylinders like he was in Far From Home. No. That was an incredible oh, Ned yeah. turn. I missed the Betty Brandt relationship. Yeah, that was funny. That was great. Um, she's one of one. She's only one scene. Yep. Flash, ta- Flash Thompson? Flash. It is Flash yeah, Thompson. Yeah, Flash I almost said Flash Gordon and I got confused. But I correct myself in my head. Flash gets more to do this time round. A little bit, but he's still very much the periphery. Mm. But again, there's so much going on. It's a very, like, you are right. There's, there's a bit of a time gap at the start when they're applying to college. That gives it like a six month time jump mm. in the first twenty to thirty minutes, mm. and then once from there on, it's a very condensed, tightly packed film. Mm. Of all of this happens over the course of maybe two days, mm. if that. It escalates quickly. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, action, good. Mm. Um, is any other side character? I mean, Aunt May, Mister May as well. Happy Hogan doesn't really get a lot to do, but has no. one or two laughs. Yeah, fine. Um, Bendy Cumberbatch Probably yeah we didn't Doctor talk Strange. about Doctor Strange he's kind of like the other big part of it 
not as big a part of it as you might think. No, he's not as. He's the he's he's essentially you know that bit of like the striking paper on the uh, on the matchbox. Yes, that's Doctor Strange. Yes, just like and that set that emotion. Instigator. We, that's when you put the matchbox down. Yes, <laughs> he he doesn't have the same kind of. I mean, Tony Stark and Doctor Strange. So Tony Stark in in the first one and Doctor Strange in this one probably have roughly about the same amount of screen time. Mm. But you feel Tony's presence a lot more in that first film yeah. than you do Doctor Strange in this one. He's very much yeah, an instigator to get the wacky stuff going. And then he's kind of sidelined. He's Professor X for a good amount of this movie. Yeah. Like, just put him in the box over there. He's not doing anything. <laughs> Don't worry about him. Um, but still, fine. Like, none of the more fun theories about why he's doing this and is he possessed or anything like that. None of that came to fruition. Nope. But the reasons why he's doing it. He does explain why he's doing what he does. It takes until the end of the movie for him to do it. Mm. But it is quite nice. Um, I can't really say if it's spoiling it, so we'll, we'll move past that. But... Yeah, he's a bit of a plot device, but as plot devices go, fine. Yeah, we've had worse. Exactly. Um, is this all we can talk about before the spoilers? There's a lot of oh my stuff God. that you can't talk about about spoilers. There's... I mean, it probably doesn't shock you to know that we enjoyed it and you should probably go and watch it. Yeah, I think if nothing else, the, this is your event cinema for the year. Yes, absolutely. You may as well go and see it. Apparently there's five better movies on it, but we'll see. Yeah, just because it's event cinema doesn't mean that there's like not better movies. <laughs> I was, about, I was trying to think of an, an, an example then, but then the last one I could think of was Endgame, and there really was no better movie than Endgame that year. No, there so. was not. Bad example. Uh, what comic book movie? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you'll kill me when you find out. It'll be fun. Oh, sweet Jesus. Right. Um, so, I think at this point we need to do a spoiler alert. Yep. You might look at this episode and think, oh, they've only really talked about half an hour for this point. Oh, there's a lot more. Yep. But we can't tell you about it. So. We're going to have to try and go through it chronologically as well, so that's going to be fun. Uh, I'm also going to give you a headphone warning at this second, because the scream's about to happen. Okay. Are you ready, Michael? I am just about. I'm giving you warning. Yep. Get out now. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Matt Murdock's back. <laughs> Daredevil's back. <laughs> He's doing lawyering. <laughs> I knew it was coming yep. because of those two leaked images. Yep. And I was still too hyped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the fucking brick catch. I was like, he's fucking. I'm, boom, boom. <laughs> I'm a very good lawyer. The same <laughs> week we get Kingpin. Oh, yeah. If you'd have gone at the right time, they would have come back into your life on the same day. <laughs> you were like, Kingpin in the morning, Spider Man, <laughs> fucking Daredevil in the evening. Oh, oh. Let me tell you about my life. So. <laughs> Oh, and I got the evening for this. I've been trying to get Rachel to watch Daredevil for ages. She finally finished watching Agents of Shield, and I felt the time was the the, the grain was fertile to go like right. Because it was actually the first Marvel thing I ever made her try and watch. Because yeah. I was knee deep in season two, well season one, season two near the start of our relationship. And I said it's really good. You're doing law. Let's watch Daredevil. <laughs> this was a wrong ploy. I've had to. I, I should have started with the easier stuff and worked up to this. We finally got into it, and she's enjoying it. We're now halfway through season two. We're in the midst of the Punisher trial. Ah, oh, nice. So, no, Punisher's just gone to jail. Oh, right, okay. Kingpin's just turned back Oh, up. so it was the Punisher's massacre is the last thing you've seen. No, no, we haven't got that far yet. Oh, Literally, right. he got into jail at the end of the episode, and oh, Kingpin's okay. working out in the yard. Right. Um, I'd also lied to her and said Kingpin wasn't in season two or three. Mm. And then when she turned up, I just said, my new catchphrase is, you don't fuck with a Kingpin. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, she... Uh, but So, uh, about... When we were halfway done with season one-ish hmm. is when I saw that image hmm. of the, the image of the four of them all sat down at the table. So I knew that yeah, Daredevil... We knew he was coming back. So now I had a predicament. 
I had to try and encourage her to speed up the Daredevil watching <laughs> without telling her why I was so desperate to <laughs> speed up the Daredevil watching. <laughs> so I've had nothing but a torturous month and a half of like finding that right balance. It hasn't worked. We're only half over season two, but I kind of figured like he's not going to be a major part of this movie if he's in it. It's not really going to matter, and it's no. not. It's probably not even going to matter if you do watch the Netflix stuff. Because it's probably going to be uncanonised and, yeah. and, and new background will be put Although in. the fucking shot where they introduce him. They don't tell you who they're talking to and then just the cane comes down. I'm like, Both. here he is! <laughs> Both of them came back into their lives. Cane first. Yep. Pimp cane first yep. and walking stick first. Oh. The parallels are beautiful. Oh, oh, it's so... I know it's one scene. <laughs> and there's a lot more hype things that happen in this movie for normal people. Yep. But for me... This was the 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 thing. Of, yeah. Like he's back. Daredevil's back, and it's that Daredevil. And it's Charlie Cox. I could have done without Kevin Feige. Literally two days before the premiere, coming out and saying Charlie well, Cox is. Because <laughs> I was worried Rachel was going to read that. Because the reveal. Because she was like, I kept thinking, oh, maybe Daredevil's in it. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and then when we finally watched it, I turned to her and she was like, Why aren't you more excited? She was like, I knew it was coming, but she was excited. So the plan kind of worked. Oh, he's back. He's, he's going to be in She-Hulk by all... That makes sense, though. Allegedly in the yellow costume, not the red one. Interesting. The yellow one, shit. Yeah. He should only ever be in the red one. Yeah. But yeah he's or be... the black one. I'll take the black one. Oh, what? Man Without Fear. Yeah. Oh, Man Without yeah. Fear. Oh, yeah. So, She-Hulk is apparently where he's heading. Echo is apparently where he's headed. Yep. So, there's lots of places for him to show up. And that's all I need. Oh, hopefully, his own fucking series. Yeah. You'd be stupid oh. not to. The question now is that, cause, because from, I mean, we've already kind of spoiled that Kingpin's in Hawkeye. Um, <laughs> whoops! Uh, so so with, between Kingpin being in Hawkeye and uh, Matt Murdock being in Spider-Man, yes. where does that put the Netflix series? Are they canon? Because Vincent D'Onofrio... Uh, now, I read that in the sense of he thinks he's pl- he's took inspiration as it is the same character. Yes. But what he actually said was, that's the same character from the series. I'm like, there are many reasons why that should not be the same character from the series, but I like it. So, you know, I'll, I'll let it go. So is this is this the Matt Murdock that fought Kingpin and Bullseye? Is this that guy? Does that mean the Punisher's out there? What about Jessica Jones? There's a lot of questions being asked here. I this is the thing until they come out and say one way or another we don't know but I don't think it matters is the true mm. point of all and not like oh, it doesn't matter I literally mean like Netf- Marvel will go they'll treat it how they did Tom Spider-Man's um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man origins mm. of like you already know this what happened here isn't necessarily point for point what happened in this Daredevil and Kingpin's backstory but the broad strokes mm. that happened here how did he get out of jail Fucking a blip happened, and all the prison guards happened to get blipped, and Kingpin walked out. He don't fuck with the Kingpin. Yeah. So that's how that happens. How is he? Ex- all these questions can be yeah. answered by, well, it's just a the, slight variation on what happened here. Happened the blip is such here. a good like narrative yeah. thing. So you can just be like, okay, well, like, you you want to know why they didn't turn up at the end? They were blipped. Fuck them. They did this in Hawkeye. They did do to this in where Hawkeye. fucking Yelena was the yeah. entire time. So they they can use that liberally to kind of. Mark out some bits, like for, it's like for example, if he comes back and it's a brand new Foggy Nelson and a brand new Karen Page, and say, like, well, I mean, this version, that's, that's who them. they are, yeah. But they still did the same actions that the other, the Netflix Foggy and Karen did, just differently. Mm. As long as we get Punisher back, mm. this is the thing. I don't care. 
Doesn't matter if it's canon. Doesn't matter if it's not. Because I can see the point of like, well, why would they want to send people to a streaming service they don't own to go and watch those shows? Unless there's a way they can... I don't think there'd ever be a way to buy Netflix shows off of Netflix. Probably not. But... Or, or find like a... I don't know, a fucking way around it. I don't know. But... If it doesn't matter... if You just need these characters to be back. Mm. And you can just say, the old adventures don't matter. Enjoy these new adventures. Mm. You know, he's a lawyer, he's blind, he's also Daredevil. That's all you need to know about Daredevil. Kingpin, the fucking Kingpin. That's all you need. He's a crime boss. You Dude. don't fuck with him. Uh, exactly. So, <laughs> oh, I was so happy. Yeah. yeah, the brick catch by my favourite thing in the whole movie. Oh. Consider that for a second, how many things happened in the fucking movie <laughs> and a man catching a brick was my favourite bit. <laughs> but, oh, God, I was happy. I was yeah. so relieved yeah. that he's so... He, he, the thing well, is, once you saw that, you then knew the other picture was real. Yeah. Exactly. The other picture being, obviously, the confirmation. We all kind of fucking knew. The biggest open secret oh God, in Ever? our time. They didn't spoil this much of Endgame, right? No, I don't think so. This I, I have to wonder, were these leaks intentional? I think so. But then also, who has no confidence in a fucking Spider-Man movie? I know, but there's, there's confidence in a Spider-Man movie and confidence it's going to make... A billion dollars in, pa- in pandemic times. Yeah. True. Apparently, like allegedly, when they put that second trailer out, they were sitting on two versions: one with Toby and Andrew, and one without. And they went with the without one mm. because they were like, "Well, it's already doing the job it needs to do." Yeah. Without just showing their hands. In fact, that kind of one percent mystery we have is doing more legwork than the full reveal would do. Yeah. So it's better that way. So if you haven't figured it out, Toby and Andrew are back. And I must say. Like, the way they do Tobey Maguire's reveals a bit... Not anticlimactic, but, like, the way they do Andrew... Compared to how they do Andrew Andrew's is reveal. so good. So, Ned's magic. <laughs> Sidebar real quick. Sidebar real quick. He steals... What's the, the, the kaleidoscope fight that you see in the mirror dimension yes. is ended with Spider-Man basically low-keying Doctor Strange. I have been falling for 30 minutes! <laughs> that's, that's what he does that to For Doctor a pair Strange. of geometry. And steals this box that's basically the um, we cancel all the cool shit out bomb. Yes. So, okay, right. We have to talk about the wish, not the wish, the fucking spell, the, the box, the wish, <laughs> the box I ordered from wish, the, the spell, <laughs> and then where that leads us in the second half of the movie. Yes. So, can you make people forget I'm Spider-Man? Yes, everyone won't will remember not remember your Spider-Man. Oh, I need this, 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 and then the spell implodes. Yes. It becomes unstable. Doctor Strange puts it in a crystal, not unlike the one that Strange Supreme is in. Then that goes in a big box, yes. which kind of looks like the Sanctum Santorum window, if it was interpreted by Picasso, yes. um, with a big button on the top. It says, this sends every fucker home yes. if it all goes tits up. But, <laughs> now you might just think, okay, well, just hit the button then. <laughs> but it turns out that because he's Spider-Man and Peter Parker's a little naive sometimes, yep. he finds out, basically, so Dr. Octopus turns up immediately. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck, okay. So they capture him, and basically it gets revealed by Doctor Strange that all the villains that have escaped, one, know he's Peter Parker, and that's how they managed to make the jump. Mm. Um, they know, sorry, they know Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Except for Electro. Who definitely doesn't. Definitely doesn't know that, but again, we needed someone from Amazing Spider-Man 2, and I guess we weren't going to get Paul Giamatti back. <laughs> uh, is he, does, it, does Paul Giamatti know the Peter Parker Spider-Man? No, he does not. Only New Goblin does. 
And we weren't doing that when we had Willem Dafoe. I know, but I really like Dane DeHaan. I like I Dane you, DeHaan. You could have like... had stuff out there, this is an alternative universe, Harry. Oh, he could have been Hobgoblin. Could have been Hobgoblin. It could have been Norman Osborn going off. Because Norman Osborn doesn't know what happened to his Harry, but he can kind of fucking infer from this one mm. what happened. Or from Tobey Maguire, this happens to all the Harrys. That then gives impetus for... When, when Norman gets back in control for mm. him to fucking clean up his act so it doesn't happen to his kid. Yeah. Because he clearly loves Harry. So, mm. Mm. I would have actually liked Dane DeHaan to have been the... I know it, Jamie Foxx is a much bigger name to put on the poster than Dane DeHaan is, but mm. n- narratively, I think he would have been better. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, they fix Electro. Where were we going with Yeah, they fix Electro. So, um, so, there's, so everyone comes in, you get... So, the, yeah, they, they the, realise that not only do all these people know it is, but also they all die fighting Spider-Man. But not Lizard and not Sandman. Yeah. So three of them do, I guess. But that's enough for him to say, right, we're going to try and fix them um, via fucking... Counselling. Yeah, counselling and... Spider counselling. So that they can go back to their universes and make them better. Mm. Now that feels like a very Peter Parker thing to do. Now Doctor Strange is constantly telling him, no, just hit the button, you idiot. But he's like, nah, and then locks him in a fucking mirror. Yeah. God, this makes no sense to me. <laughs> Uh, oh god that's the point so so we get the box off um doctor strange after a pretty cool fucking fight yeah yeah like i actually quite like the bit directly outside the sanctum santorum where he webs himself up via a portal yeah, I, like, yeah, I like that a lot yeah. um so that was pretty fucking dope so we steal the box we steal his sling ring and ned's magic now because he kind of mentions offhand like when ned first meets doctor strange he's like can they do like a magic test? Because my nan said we have magic in the family, and you think mm. it's a throwaway line, but then now it turns out he is actually magic because mm. he could operate the sling ring and do not like well, but he can make portals happen. Mm. Um, so they're like, right, we need to go and find Spider Man. So fucking Ned does a thing, and you see a Spider Man, but like in a dark, like a dark like, alleyway, well away from camera. Yeah, and they're like, hi, and then he runs Peter, through. come this yeah. way, and then Peter's like. Okay, and then as it comes closer into view, you realise he's got the pointy belt. He's got the big fucking eyes that yeah. don't move. Oh boy, and it's it's fucking Andrew Garfield. And he whips it off, and he's still got the stupid hair. Yeah, and and always oh, this a redemption for him. Oh my god! After the fucking steamy shite part, he's going to make his Spider-Man. <laughs> I fucking hate that film. So bad. <laughs> it has one good bit, and it's basically the last five minutes. Yeah, it's... Wait, no, it's not even the last five minutes, because then you have to fight Paul Giamatti Rhino. Yeah, the, It's the... the three minutes in which fucking Mary, uh, fucking Gwen Stacy dies. Yeah. It's the only good bit of <laughs> that With the film. best death in Spider-Man history, just that... Boom! <laughs> <laughs> that bam, you that spine is gone. <laughs> but if there's somebody who's redeemed more than the Green Goblin... It is Andrew Garfield. This is the thing. He was always a brilliant Spider-Man. He was just a shite Peter Parker. Yeah. This feels like a bit of a readdressing of that. Yes. He's still too good looking to be <laughs> Peter Parker. Yeah. And still too cool. But the the way that he talks about like... They've nerded him up this time. They have. And I love that. They have. <laughs> but they've also angered him up, kind of. Mm. Like this, he feels better, but he just say like, after Gwen died, like he stopped pulling the punches. Mm. He was full of rage. Yeah, he says rageful, which is a word I've never really heard, but I think he's just, he's just saying it's fun to say. Mm. Um, and and that was a nice like dark reflection of Spider-Man. Well, again, we kind of got this with Spider-Verse with Peter B. Parker just kind of you know being well, the failure. Yeah, being the failure and just kind of being a slob, being a fat mess. This is like what if Spider-Man got really angry? Mm. Like he's kind of 
obviously they didn't want to keep that going because they want fun, happy time Garfield to yeah. turn up. Because at this point, Tom Holland's fucking sad. You yeah. couldn't have angry and sad and Tom McGuire, who's both of those things at all times. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting that they do that because then you've got every one of these three major cinematic Peter Parkers yeah. who've had a dark episode. Yes. Unfortunately, Andrews was off screen. Yes. But sure. And but we turn up in the middle of Tom Holland's. But before we get to that, yeah. then Toby turns up. And oh my God, was I happy. Fuck off, Misty. You just fucking like, oh, I'm just going to come through with it. And that's close. Cool. <laughs> but that feels like that's what that, that Peter Parker would yeah. do. Oh, and, the, and, the, and the two, and when they sense each other and they just immediately go to the Yes. Scene. Can you get a cobweb whilst you're up there? <laughs> <laughs> that scene is fucking brilliant. And it only works if you've seen the previous five. It really does. <laughs> But oh my god, it was worth it. I yeah. know it was. I know they tried to keep it secret, and you can warrant the mess, the the merits of that. But I the think fact that we didn't see it yeah. until we were in the screen, yeah. and you see the Spider Men talking to each other for the first time, it's, yeah. Or oh. but as we said, because no one spoiled the scene where they showed up. No, no one spoiled the fact that you get Toby and Andrew interaction before they even get to yes. Tom. So that's good, and they're in a good third of the film. Yeah. They're in far more than any of us thought they were going to be. I wanted more. Yes, I, I did I wanted want all more. the interactions. I wanted more talking to everybody. Yeah. Um, so, so, great. We'll, we'll talk more about them when we get to the final bit. So, the, there's some really oh, nice scenes. Go on. Very so. quickly. The black and gold suit is just an inside-out Spider-Man yeah. suit. That was disappointing. I thought he was going to get a magic suit. That, that would have been that cool. That felt like we need to make some more toy money. Yeah. Let's have a new Spider-Man. I, I really do like did. that. It's bollocks. Yeah. Um, that's a, it, it, it's part of the problematic first half that makes way for the very triumphant second half. Yeah, I, I don't want to say it's problematic. It's just, it feels a bit cynical. Like It just didn't look like a good Spider-Man yeah. suit. It just... And when Sandman shows up, it's me, Flint Marco! Like, yeah, that... Mm, you in your universe, in your timeline, you were with Spider-Man approximately thirty seconds ago. Yeah, and uh, it's me, Flint. Okay, <laughs> I, I no. That is by far the road PC. Yeah, I'll yeah. That, uh, and, that and, scene was not good. No. <laughs> and they have to invent reasons for Flint Marco to be antagonistic. Oh, they suck because like he's like, I'll help you. You're not put yeah, and then <laughs> so. Right, to, to go back, so they have this scene where once Peter Parker's trapped Doctor Strange in the thing and he's like, right, we're going to fix them. This is pre-Spider-Men. Yes. yes. They take him back to Happy's apartment where he's got the, the, the fabricator from mm. the jet on Spider- and uh, the second Spider-Man movie yes. that made the own Spider-Suit. But when um, we say the second Spider-Man movie, we don't mean Spider-Man 2 or the Amazing Spider-Man 2. No, of course we mean <laughs> I mean the Mysterio one. <laughs> no Way Home and Far From Home are too close a fucking subtitle for me not to get confused for the rest of fucking time. Mm. The Mysterio one. Um, so he's like, right, we're going to replicate... The first thing they do is, right, we're going to replicate the chip that's in Doc Ock. Because mm. obviously him being the most... They, they think at this point that Norman Osborn is fine. Because mm. he's, he's like... He showed up, he smashed the helmet. Yes. He's gone to feast. Yes. Uh, and basically, like, it's homeless Norman Osborn. Yes. And he's fine. Quotes. Fine. But they don't know enough about this Goon to know that he's not fine. Mm. So... They, they they do Doc Ock first, and he's like quite. This is the this is why I love it so much, because I was worried it was just going to be like Doctor Octopus and not Otto Octavius from the first part of that movie. Mm. 
you get both. You do. So you see him like being very pompous and very arrogant, and then the second they whack this chip into him that overrides the mental control that Claws have on him, he goes back to being nice, charming, friendly, happy Otto. Yep. It's so nice. But he lands and he just says, Norman, Otto, and they start talking to each other. It's like, give me more. I need at least half an hour of Green Goblin and fucking Doc Ock talking to each other, please. Although the, the Stark nanobots basically allowing Peter to control yes, the claws was, was very nice. good. That was quite Just nice. <laughs> like, like we were saying, um, it's Otto on a gimbal. Yes. Just be like, no, I don't want to do good things. <laughs> Put me down. <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. And just them talking to each other and then just having some sciencey stuff. It mm. felt real natural and real good. And, like, obviously Green Goblin's not fucking... There's a bit where if you know the two voices mm. of fucking normal and yeah. mad. Yeah. And I was like... Norman's just... had sabbatical. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, yeah. like, walks up behind him and says, it's just going to be you in there, uh, Norman. Just me? And then we all know this, but Otto apparently does not know this is a trigger phrase. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, they're sucking the pair out of Electro. That's it. Not, they're using it with a device to yeah. suck the pair out of Electro. The, the, the reason that they give that Electro now looks like Electro and mm. not Blue Nightmare yes. is that the electricity is different in this universe. It tastes different, I guess. Mm. I don't, again, whatever. Fucking, he looked like shite in this. <laughs> he looks better. You know what? If that's what it takes for him to get like a semi comics accurate thing, I would have preferred it's if the, he... It's more the face thing that happens yeah it's very similar to the green costume no he gets the fucking the the five pointed electric thing i mean that's all i needed yes because they do that in the ps4 game he's like he's in a green suit but then like he's bald and then the power thing happens yeah yeah Yeah. so i fucking love that um but if it's literally if the reason for that is that his universe is coke is this universe is pepsi i'll take it yeah that's fine makes sense so basically green goblin that instigates like he, he reveals that he's Green Goblin's back in control. And, yeah, Norm's on the sabbatical. And he basically then convinces them all, like, why should we go back? We have a new lease on life here. We're not going to die fighting this shitty Spider-Man. We've got a new lease on life. Let's fucking go, lads. And they all go, cool. Electro agrees. Fucking Otto just pieces out. Yeah. Sandman, Sandman apparently agrees. Well, this is the thing, right? So Sandman isn't antagonistic for the reason of, like, I, I want to stay here. He's actually the opposite. He wants to go home and be with his daughter. Mm. But in order to do that, he needs to get the box. And Peter's not cooperating. Mm. So that's why he's antagonistic. But he's not really teaming up with the other bad guys. Mm. It's just Spider-Man happens to have the thing that he needs and he's going to fight him. Oh, that fucking tense bit where Peter's sense is going yes. haywire. And then it's just... Thump! And the whip and the on the goblin's hand yes. and everyone's be like oh fuck oh no oh, I know where fuck. this goes oh, no. fucking Lizard goes mad downstairs because he's been locked in a truck the whole time yeah it's... you'd be annoyed wouldn't you you would be happy one of the coolest scenes of the entire thing which is literally just couples counselling before all the Spider-Man villains and you're left in the truck do you reckon you just read the fans being really annoyed <laughs> well, I'm not in this scene fuck I'm gonna channel this um, <laughs> I wanna fucking play with them all <laughs> I wanna work with Alvin Molina um so recent yeah. fans zoomed that cameo in at the end I'm sure of it right yeah him and fucking Thomas Aiden Church <laughs> yeah. I mean, for like FaceTime of 10 seconds flat <laughs> um, so this leads to a fight in the building that's actually quite nice there's lots of nice camera work going mm. on as they're like smashing like fucking Green Goblin is smashing yeah, through Green, Green Goblin suplexes Spider-Man three floors down oh it's, <laughs> it's so good and like he, so, he's not got the helmet on anymore. It's just it's just William Defoe's face, which is actually more a lot more Green Goblin like than the fucking helmet he was. So wearing. he was given like a purple like 
hoodie hoodie thing. Yeah. And it's so it's that with bits of the old costume and some like flying goggles. Fuck, it's good. Oh, it, it'll do. It's close. <laughs> it's because he's got a hood. Yeah, like, I know. Mm, give me purple. that. It, it give is me. brilliant. And you don't need a mask when you've got Willem Dafoe's face. Exactly. <laughs> so he's fucking with going a lip mental. that disappears into his gums. <laughs> oh, it's so he's got this proper weird look on his face when he chucks the bomb at Aunt May. Oh yeah, that we've got to talk about that now. So yeah, he he fucking so Aunt May was the one that basically convinces Peter like to be nice to these people, mm. like not to just immediately capture fucking. Um, Green Goblin it's actually Doctor Strange that does that and kind of interferes on his behalf so obviously then that comes back to bite him in the arse because that in an attempt to blow up him and Peter fucking Green Goblin chucks a bomb um, comes flying on his gob- on the glider fucking hits Max into May chucks a bomb Spider-Man thinks he saved her and they're having a conversation and it's a slow burn mm. something's not right here so it's not the bomb that's hurt her it's being hit by the glider and fucking slicing the stomach open basically and she very like slowly goes, oh fuck, oh no, um, and then fucking, exact dialogue. Yeah. Oh fuck, oh no. Shit, oh fuck, oh no. So, Aunt May dies. That's a thing that happened, and that's the only Aunt May to die. Yeah. So that's interesting because not even the May in Spider Verse no, dies. Because we tell a lie. PS4. Never mind. Because we didn't get an Uncle Ben death. We didn't. Now this is the thing, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. They've never actually said that Uncle Ben's dead. Yeah, they did in Homecoming. Did they? Yeah. I don't remember that. They definitely did. I may did. need to go back and watch it because I was like, I genuinely don't know if it's just we've just presumed he's dead. They didn't explicitly say spider bite in Homecoming. Right. But they did say before Ben died. Right. So, like, okay. Ben is dead. Because I was like, what if that's like. They've just not mentioned We've all presumed in number four, oh, fuck, Uncle Ben's still alive. Mm. And he's just been selling rice this whole time. <laughs> we don't know these things. Um, so, yeah, that's what brings on fucking Tom Holland's Dark Knight of the Soul. And he's mm. all fucking sad. And it's in the middle of this, like, re- Tom Holland's doing real fucking well of just showing, like, this fucking sadness, but also this fucking blinding anger of, like, this happened because of my mistakes. Classic Spider-Man. Yep. And I'm going to fuck the Green Goblin up. <laughs> yeah. The shit. others I don't give a fuck about. It's me and the Goblin. Uh, yeah, exactly. Which brings it right back to Spider-Man 1. And mm, I liked that. Time is a flat circle. Yep. So <laughs> it's in the middle of this scene where the other two Spider-Man turns up. And it's such a, like, a weird scene, but in a good way, that like Ned and Zendaya get their first. Ned, Ned and MJ get their first. And mm. they're just comforting him. Officially MJ Watson now. Yeah. Who knew? They're just hugging him and they're just comforting him and that's when you see the two Spider-Men jump down. And Tom Holland's not immediately like, holy fuck, he's just so angry and sad that he can't really process it. Yeah. He and doesn't cause cause like it doesn't take like a good minute or so for them to both say, We're also Peter. Yeah. Like he's just like, ah, more fucking multiverse dick. Yeah, exactly. He's just in the mood for a minute. It takes them talking about their uncle their aunt Mays and their Uncle Ben's mm. and, and all that business and all their shared experiences. That kind of then gets us back on track, and then we're going to go do some science that's going to cure all these people. Yeah. Oh, and then from that point forward, not that it wasn't already running hot, but from that point forward, they just fucking let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the it's a hundred percent the whole way, oh, and it's just great seeing all these Peter Parkers talk to each other. We get to do the thing about 
um, Tom Maguire having the natural webbing and yeah. Andrew Garfield being freaked the fuck out. Of yeah. you. <laughs> and it comes up like not just that once, they keep coming back to it, like they can't leave it alone. Like so like does it come out of your wrist or does it come out of anywhere else? And what does what what do you do? Like have you ever ran out and had like a web block and all this stuff? Oh, it's excellent. That shot, the one the original leak. Andrew yes. arm up on the railings. Yes. And people were saying you he thought you were saying do you have web blood? Yes. He says, did you have a web block? Yeah. Like, yeah, confirmed. It was real. Fucking obviously. Um, but, you know, we get some really fucking nice dialogue. Like, I, I, Again, Andrew Garfield. People now want Amazing Spider-Man 3. Not enough people watched Amazing Spider-Man 2. No, it seems. <laughs> we don't want that. No. I would be happy for another Toby and Andrew movie. I would really like that. I think uh-huh. there's room for that. Yeah. And the thing is, I think you'd have to tell the end of their stories to go, right, they're doing one more and that's it. Yeah. Because I think that would be fun. Because the fucking interaction, like, no one's been able to crack my back for 20 years. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't oh, it? Oh, God. Because, yeah, because the, these Spider-Men have gone on to, they've had parallel experiences. Yes. But they only talk about the ones that we've seen. Yeah. So like everyone's like, so what's the coolest guy you fought? And he's like, I fought a black goo alien from space. They're like, oh, I want a f- oh, I fought an alien in space. They're like, I'm just getting over the fact you said you went to space. And Drew Cover's like, oh, I want to fight an alien. That sounds cool. I just fought a fat <laughs> Russian bloke in a rhino suit. <laughs> oh, this is what I mean about it being a three-hour movie that could have easily been five because I yep. just want more of this. Yep. I just want more of the Spider-Men talking to each other and sharing stories and having a laugh. Oh, it's been, they even for a split second do the meme. They do. Of them all pointing at each other. Yeah. Which I missed until like I like, like, went on Twitter afterwards. And was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> my my favourite one is because because they like because Ned brings his problem because Peter all three of them. Yep. Yes. <laughs> No, oh. Peter Parker. Nerds, that's still... Yeah. So when they're doing the end fight, they have to number themselves. Yeah. And Andrew's immediately made Peter three. <laughs> <laughs> happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Andrew got... Between this... And another film, which we'll probably talk about in yeah. the end of year movie. That guy's had a fucking renaissance. I mean, I loved him in... Um, Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. Um, but my God, the dude's getting Oscar buzz. I know. And he's in, you know, one of the best films of the year. And people are coming away wanting more of him. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, this is the thing. As much as you're problematic Peter Parker, his Spider-Man's excellent. Yep. He's still got the best costume that we've ever had for a Spider-Man, yep. I think. Um, and so on and so forth so I, I think there is merit there especially if they can use some multiverse fuckery to go back and just make Emma Stone Spider-Gwen mm. fucking yes if that's his last movie you know Andrew has been introduced to the Spider-Verse through yes. this goes back Gwen's back but she's Spider-Girl done cool I'm in boom done I don't know if Toby needs one I did miss not seeing Kirsten Dunst mm. I was hoping there'd be a post credit of they're married and they have a daughter but they go back and, and like, here's Mayday Parker. Yeah. And that's the impetus for four is Mayday taking on the, the reins. That would be fucking cool. That would be nice. Uh, that's all That's all it was missing, I think, from the multiverse fuckery. And and it was high hopes. If Miles Morales had turned up, I think I think your brain would have actually fucking exploded. That would have been in fuck. Because 
the thing from the last shot of the last trailer before the like release window trailer was yeah. they're coming through and I can't stop them. I thought we're getting more than this, and it looks like and it's more villains. I'm like, yeah, you see like okay. a scorpion, you see a, like a comic accurate rhino, yeah, so on and fucking so. An outline of something vaguely cravenish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there some like uh, with a spear? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, someone else is coming into this. Nope, <laughs> that's not. That would have been, even if it was just a split second of it, it would yeah. have been enough. Just, and I don't need to have cast him, just show her the fucking black spider suit and then yeah. fucking edit it. It could have been a bit like, you know, in Spider Man Spider Man 3? Iron Man 3, where all of the suits, yes. like, could you imagine? Just like, you and you you only see them, but Miles, Gwen, Peter B, you know, yeah. and just like, here they fucking come. And it, even if it was a case of like all the, you know, like the comics accurate Rhino and all that, they're all up here. And all the Spider-Men are up here, but you focus on this. Yes. That would have been enough. I, I worried that might have been too much. So I'm not necessarily like, I, I understand the restraints and I kind of appreciate it. But I mean, if you're already going this far. And it makes the Spider-Verse movies less special, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. God, you have to think they're cameoing in that. Surely. I, you're doing multiverse shit. Just yeah. have them turn up for a second. So, yeah. The end fight, fucking excellent. Yeah. It's just all the Spider-Men. They do the money shot. They do. They're they all swinging in together. They're all that's going to be everybody's backgrounds. I also really like the point of like they don't know how to fight in a team because yeah. they've never had to do that. And yeah. he has to explain what the Avengers are. <laughs> I was in the Avengers. That's great. Was that a band? <laughs> Were you in a band? band? <laughs> how is this helping? <laughs> God, I want to see this movie again. Fuck's sake. My brother's currently got COVID. I'm counting the seconds till he's well. I'm like, we're going. The first day you're out, we're fucking going. Um... He's fine. Um, <laughs> he was a pair of my speech. It, it's healed him yeah. and kept him healthy. Um, <laughs> you, you dressed as James Brown at the time. <laughs> What's in a blue suit, you know? Oh, miles off. There we go. Um, so, yeah, end fight. I don't need to talk about it. It's fucking excellent. It's, it's just great. great. We're on the Captain America Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> the the real bit, that the crux of it all, is right, it comes down to... They, they, they can pretty quickly take care of, like, Sandman and Electro. They're nullified pretty quickly. Mm. Lizard as well. Doc Ock is a non-factor because he's kind of... He, he's, doesn't, he turns up and helps. Now. Yeah, he's good. I care now. Yes. <laughs> he did not die a monster. Uh, um... It's fucking goblin, right? Mm. So they they end up the shield falls off the fucking Statue of Liberty, and it's Tom Holland versus Green Goblin, and they're beating the piss out of it. We didn't other. talk about Andrew Garfield's best bit. We didn't talk about Andrew Garfield's the, the best redemption, because you know it's coming. Yeah, fucking MJ gets launched. <laughs> yeah, Tom cannot catch her. It's up to Andrew. <laughs> Everyone's looking on like, he has not got a good fucking... <laughs> his batting average for this type of thing is not good. <laughs> he's none he's non for one on these. So. <laughs> but he fucking catches her. Yeah. And he's all emotion, Which, um, an emotional thing that would have been completely lost on anybody who hasn't seen him in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Why is Andrew Garfield getting so fucking weepy? Yeah. But, oh. oh. such a good moment. That's such a good moment. Like, it's easy booking. Like, I'm yeah. not saying this is, like, through some great fucking storytelling thing. It's just they got him to do the opposite of what he did last time. Mm. But it, oh, it just works. It's such an earnest performance that it just doesn't yeah. kind of matter that it's a bit rote, but, oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the the reveal of the Andrew Garfield suit is so good, but the reveal of the Toby suit is literally just, like, and yes, I have just it. that. Yeah, it's, it's here. It's not giving the reverence it deserves. Mm. Um, and, I, and I missed not hearing the yeah same. I wanted to hear that. I wanted a big score. blast of that. So we're fighting Green Goblin. Tom was wailing the piss out of him, 
and he's about to stab him. Right? Yeah. He's about to with the glider. With mm, the glider. Where have we seen this before? <laughs> but this is where Toby gets his redemptive moment of jumping in the way. Oh my god, yeah. And yeah, not yeah. allowing it to happen. And Tom's still fucking trying. He's like, fucking go out the way, impression. Does that mean that canonically the strongest Spider Man is Toby Maguire? Yeah. Or I wonder if it's like a, it's like a Superman thing. Mm. Like, you know, the longer Superman's on Earth, the stronger he gets. Maybe the longer you've been Spider Man, the more kind of in tune you are with your powers. Mm. Like, he's probably still the biggest of the three, because Tom Holland's. Then Dyer's taller than him. Yeah. Like, did you see him on Graham Norton? Where he's like, do you know the first shot when they're swinging around trying to avoid the cameras and stuff? Mm. And they land on top of the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. She would land first <laughs> and, like, almost catch him. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to figure it out so they were on slightly different gimbal <laughs> so they would land at the same time. I mean, he's banging Then Dyer. I'm sure Tom Holland's over his height thing. Yeah, I'm no. sure it's not a problem for him. You just got to be Spider Man, that's how. It works. You're the same height when you're lying down, no matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so, I'm the same height hanging upside down. I'm Spider Man, baby. <laughs> Oh, they didn't get to do a Spider-Man kiss. That's Oh, they didn't, did they? Come on, oh. there. It was right there. Um, so, where was I going with this? Um, glider. Glider. So, it's like fucking... And they, they talk him out of it, basically. It's saying, yeah. it's not worth it. Don't go down this path. It doesn't bring you... It doesn't bring Aunt May back. It, doesn't, it didn't bring Uncle Ben back, etc., etc. Calm the fuck down. Mm. They inject him? Gas him? They inject- cure... They inject Norman. him. They inject him before Toby stabbed in the back, and which apparently oh, causes yeah. no fucking damage. I thought Toby. I thought. I, thought, I was like, I'm "Are you him. killing Toby Maguire?" Well, this is the thing. I feel like he's more wrapped up than the Andrew Garfield one is, mm. and I imagine it took a lot less convincing of Andrew Garfield than it did Toby Maguire to get him to put the suit back on. Yeah. So I thought, oh, you could kill him. I don't know what narrative purpose it serves, but you could kill him. Um, but no, don't say he's been stabbed before. <laughs> he literally says verbatim <laughs> yeah. that, and he's fine. <laughs> And we hit the book. Oh, so no, we haven't got to the main crux of the thing. The new status quo. Oh yeah. So the spell didn't go well the first time. Doctor Doctor Strange is up there. He's back. He's been falling for thirty minutes. Yes. The fucking sky is opening up with these like multiverse rifts that he's trying to fucking close them. His solution is not so everyone forgets that Peter Parker is Spider Man. It's just everyone forgets who Peter Parker is. Now again. If you think about this, does this mean that no one knows who the Andrew Garfield and Tom Maguire Spider-Men are anymore? Have all Peter Parker's been forgotten across, Surely across the Surely it's just affecting this Or universe, just right? this Tom. So we don't know. But that's what happens. And he's like, right, go say your boys. You've got five minutes. Go get them. <laughs> he says bye to his Spider-Bros. We get a lovely scene with him, uh, with, them, uh, with him MJ and Ned hmm. um, saying goodbye. And MJ's like, no, don't say I love you. You're going to do that when you fucking come back. Which has happened in the comics. Hmm. It was a bit more like gimmicky, where they knew who Peter Parker was and they knew who Spider-Man was, but not that they were the same person. Mm. And they would only regain their memories once he took the mask off in front of them. Yeah. Because there's that crown where he takes off in front of the Fantastic Four, and they're like, "What the fuck are you on about?" And they go, "Oh my God, Peter!" How and then you? all their memories yeah, come back yeah, yeah. and it's happiness. So we, it's not fucking um, uncharted territory, this. But yeah, uncharted territory. Yeah. So we then, oh yeah, that is a good. Yeah. So. That's all good. They fucking do the spell, hit the button, everyone goes back. And yeah, now we live in a world where no one knows who Peter Parker is. Yep. He doesn't have a birth certificate or social security, so how the fuck he rented a flat, I don't know. But <laughs> New York's a dodge place, I guess. Yep. Um, Which also means the Stark tech doesn't work anymore because it doesn't know who Peter oh, is. Oh, yeah. Which would, would that count? I suppose if it's a retroactive thing that no one ever knew who he was. 
So even like Tony Stark, who's now dead, yep. wouldn't have known who he was. But Happy doesn't know who he is. No. Um, MJ, Ned, no. basically all of the remaining Spider-Man side characters are now kind of mind wiped. Now, a little conspiracy about this. Okay. Has this been done because they're worried they're not going to get another? I know they're talking about doing a fourth one, but if Tom Holland doesn't want to come back and Sony throw their toys at the prime again and break the thing, mm. is this so they never have to mention Spider-Man again? Potentially, yes. Because they still know who Spider-Man is. Spider-Man's still Spider-Man's still Spider-Man's still an Avenger. Yes, but no one knows who Peter Parker is. Mm. So does that mean that all the Avengers know that Spider-Man's in the Avengers? They don't know who it is. Yeah, so for them, he'd never taken off a mask. So that's a relatively quick fix. If you can just say, I'm Peter Parker. Hello, I'm Peter Parker. Let's get back on with it. Yeah, exactly. Which works for the Avengers, but it's obviously all of Spider-Man's side characters because now no villain knows who he is. No. Jay Jonah doesn't know who he is. Jay Jonah's in the movie. Sorry. Not as much as I want. No, no. He's barely in it. But he does go full um, InfoWars. So yes, that his own fucking protein shakes that and stuff like that. Love I that. I just wanted more. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it's setting up for... Is, is, is he going to be going working for the Daily Bugle now? Uh, he can do that. He can do That's that. That's fine. Jay Jonah's here, so we can have Scorpion. Yes, we can have Scorpion. They can finally get Michael Mando back out of fucking mothballs. Um, <laughs> yeah. We had him for how many years? We've not gone back and got Vast to be Scorpion. Fucking, Come on. Uh, just sort your life out. So, now, they leave it open-ended because um, MJ is still wearing the black, the broken Black Dahlia necklace at the end. So mm. she clearly remembers some sentimental value attached to this. But when she, when he sees her, he goes to like the coffee shop where she's working. Um, she does not recognise him, and there's no like um, you know instant recognition or like vague fucking deja vu about it. So mm. we'll have to see. Mm. I imagine there's some fuckery where we can undo this. Yeah, surely. Because Ned's don't... magic now. Ned's magic now, and he would still remember that. He'd remember Doctor Strange. Well, that's the thing. We're gonna have to talk to them about what their events were. Were they just only ever interacting with Spider Man in their memories? Presumably. Like a lot of fucking unmasked version, just Spider-Man. So, we'll see. But it's an interesting status quo mm-hmm. reset. It's not as interesting as the kind of everyone knows who Spider-Man is, but ultimately that didn't really play that much of a part in the movie. What it's done is it's put Spider-Man in where he was around Spider-Man 2. He's in the shitty yes. flat. He's got. He's made his own suit. Yes. He's gone for the clock. Oh, it's a nice looking it's a thing. nice suit, isn't it? Mm. Uh, he flies over the Hawkeye finale and yep. does not bother to get involved. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he really does, doesn't he? Because it's Christmas at yeah, the end it's of it. Christmas, he flies over Rockefeller Center, big old Christmas tree, and he's like, <laughs> nah. Is that fucking... Nah, screw that. Fuck that noise. Um, I've been through enough this week. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've had a year. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's an interesting status quo. I, I'm not 100% sure we get a fourth one. This, I know, I mean, like... Because Tom Holland's like, I want to break. Yeah. I want to I want to chill for a bit. Um I don't necessarily want to jump back into doing more Spider-Man movies. Mm. Now, of course, money. Um, money will always play a big factor in this, which is why the week of release, um, fucking Amy Pascal from Sony was like, yeah, we're going to do another trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, temper your fucking expectations. <laughs> Tom Holland was doing everything to put people fucking on the opposite train of thought. Of like, yeah, I'm not doing enough one anytime soon. <laughs> if I'm playing it, oh, this is the thing that got me when it's like, if I'm playing Peter Parker and I'm 30, something's gone wrong. I was like, do you share that sentiment with Andrew Garfield and Tom McGuire? Like, well, I mean, Toby's in his fucking 40s, so <laughs> yeah. he's done really he wrong. couldn't fucking wait. Yeah, I, well, this is, there has to come a last Tom Holland Spider Man movie. Yes. This type of status quo doesn't really lend itself to a satisfactory ending, I mm. guess. So 
mm, then you've got to do a fourth one you've got to go again and you've got to it's a Toy Story problem yeah of like even if you do land on a good ending you might then think oh but we could make another one mm. like they ran that risk with Toy Story 4 and it only just about was worthwhile mm. a thing to do so I don't know I, I don't want it to be the end of Spider-Man in the MCU because it's great mm. but it does feel like you know, he's done he's only got three movies out of it which yeah. is what we get out of most people yeah he doesn't. It looks forward to going in very different directions for like Avengers and, and all that business. He doesn't really, especially everyone knows who he, no one knows who he fucking is. He doesn't necessarily have the time with that. Would this be an okay ending? As much as I like seeing the homemade suit and the yes. shitty flat and, yeah. and all this, and I love that. If they'd left it open ended and they're not showing you in making a new suit and going out and being Spider Man, yeah, that's the perfect lead in for Miles Morales, isn't it? Spider Man yeah. disappeared overnight. Fucking, we need it. Yeah, that's all they need to do. Yeah, that's how they do. If they do a Spider-Man four, but it's the hanging of the torch. It's basically um, uh, movie Bob's pitch, but with yeah. Tom Holland instead of Tom McGuire. If you do that, fair enough. We we then got a new Spider-Man that's narratively interesting that we can then take forward. Mm. That's not just repeating Spider-Man tropes over and over and over again. So we'll see. I think it was the best movie of the year. That's a bit of a spoiler alert, but I can't imagine no one's really going. You think five movies were better, and I genuinely can't figure out what those five movies are. Nope. So that's going to be interesting to yeah. get apart. We didn't talk about the post credit scene. What was the post credit scene? It actively fixes a problem I have with one of the worst movies of this year. Oh, I'm trying to remember what the post credit scene was. Oh, here we go. Watch him squirm. Uh, post credit scene was, I think, and I cannot remember what it was. What was it? So, Venom... Oh, 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 how could I forget? <laughs> Fuck me. Okay, I sat through 88 fucking minutes of a Venom movie because I thought this is probably going to pay into Spider-Man and then it does not pay into Spider-Man one fucking jot. <laughs> yeah, but, but that was our biggest problem with it. But it does, yeah, does, does mean that Venom now canonically... canonically does not matter. <laughs> yep. Good. It fixed that bit. <laughs> does fix that problem. And it does imply that Danny Rojas from Ted Lasso could be the MCU Venom because he was the bartender. <laughs> and that was the most exciting. I, I wasn't really paying attention to what Tom Hardy was saying. I was like, who is that? I was like, oh, fuck, it's Danny Rojas from Ted Lasso. Okay, cool. Was there another one or was there just that one? There was a trailer for Multiverse of Madness which got trailer. released afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Um, which I avoided. I think it's fine. more of a hype trailer if I'm honest mm. like it might make what if more important but well, there's going to be three Doctor Stranges in the movie yeah it's almost like we haven't seen a movie where there's three of the main <laughs> fucking character hey they teased they teased X-Men that's all I fucking need in that trailer well the Marvel logos at the start are all different Those, oh the, yeah one of them's the, the Fox Marvel mm. one so Fantastic Four and X-Men guarantees they're not going to mention any Fantastic <laughs> Four stuff and there's been rumours that they're gonna, f- someone from the Fox Marvel movies will turn up. So mm. it is it, is what everybody's is every. It, have you read what I've read? Which is they're ask they're asking Chris Evans to do a cameo as the Torch. No, that's what they. Holy fuck! That's okay. What they want. And because if he's gonna do a throwaway cameo and just go cap, flame on. He's like, doing a lot oh. of throwaway cameos this year, so he does like a throwaway cameo. He's doesn't not, he, Chris he's Evans? not outside of it. And I guess it's like a loophole. Isn't it? Well, I'm never coming back to be Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back and be the torch ones. Well, we got you. We invented this whole multiverse so you could get you back again. Which would be a lead in for the actual Fantastic Four. 
That could work. Mm. Which is coming at some point. Well, this thing, it's like, I know we just banged on a bit how happy we were that two previous Spider-Mens are back. I don't need... I, fucking, I'm the biggest X-Men apologist on the face of the fucking planet Earth. Yeah. I don't want to see it. No. I'm not new. Like, you'll, you'll get one. You know which one you're going to get. They'll get Jackman. They'll get him to do I, it one last time. I don't know. Really? Because, like, he only said he would come back, and it was a big fucking if. Oh, for Logan. Oh. He was like, I'll come back to fight the Hulk, and that's it. Oh, yeah. But he was also, that's, like, time dependent. Because, like, my body cannot do this for much longer. Like, mm. to the same extent, to get into that level of shape mm. to do it. And I think that time has passed. He's a he's a very rich man now, so money. I'm not saying money's no object to him, but it's not much of one. And he's just doing a one man tour around the world that he seems very happy with. Mm. He's just doing that and banging his wife. I don't know <laughs> how much incentive he really has to come back to do a cameo in a fucking Doctor Strange movie. Mm. You know what I mean? And it, would it be to fight the Hulk? And then it kind of adds on to more pressure for the next guy. It puts like that clock has now been running since Logan. So what's that? Four years since we've had Hugh Jackman. Twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. Yeah, four years. Four years. So counting by the time we get to an actual MCU mutant movie, you want to put as much distance as you can. To have a glimpse of Hugh Jackman in the MCU means fucking fanboys will be going, oh, but no, but he can come back now and, and time yeah. wankery means that he can be old yeah. man Logan. Yeah. So, oh, he could be old man Logan. No, <laughs> get it. Stop it. I want new Wolverine. We need, we need to try again, okay? We've had four fucking Jokers, okay? We need, <laughs> we need to have someone else <laughs> have a crack. Three Spider-Man, four Jokers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let someone else have a fucking crack of the whip at Wolverine, okay? We've got to get over it someday. <laughs> I don't mean, Hugh Jackman isn't immortal. I know you've seen a lot of movies where he is, but he's not, okay? We need to go again. Someone's got to do it, all right? Uh, you saw those pictures I sent you of Daniel Radcliffe, didn't you? Yeah. Looking surprisingly fucking jacked. Mm. And Rachel was like, didn't you say someone once said that he could be Wolverine? And I was like, he's short enough. Yeah. Don't know. I can't, know. no. No. I don't want to live in that world. Seeing him in the trailer for um, The Lost City, I'm like, Nah, that's not Wolverine. That's not Wolverine, is it? But I mean, if you're going to get people into to forget about all the other X Men movies, casting fucking Harry Potter as Wolverine, <laughs> we'll do that to you. Yep. Um, right. See, I told you it was going to be a long boy. Yeah. Uh, what's that? An hour and fifteen. Hour and fifteen. Sweet. I think that's everything. I think it is. Just remember, Daredevil's back. Yeah. That's all that really matters. Here. Daredevil's back. Everything else is a footnote. <laughs> all else is of tertiary concern. <laughs> Fucking Matt Murder, Charlie Cox is back. This bit was cool, but Daredevil's back. Daredevil's back. <laughs> he spent a lot of money to get Toby and Andrew back, but fucking Charlie Cox probably did this for free. Because <laughs> he just loves it. Oh. Oh. Right. I really, away. I really wanted to send you, you know, the picture of Daredevil doing that. It just yes. says brackets screaming. screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to send you that when I got out the thing, but I couldn't. I can't show that to Rachel yet because we haven't got to season three. I know you've also seen because because we've we've been trying to fill out our um our number of movies. Well, I certainly have been trying to fill out my number of movies seen for the year. Yes. I saw this meme because I know you've seen West Side Story, and I just want to show you this. <laughs> Please read it out. <laughs> <laughs> West Side Story 21 but Rita Marino and Cheetah Rivera enter through the multiverse to help Ariana DeBose and need to fight the Jets <laughs> I can't wait to talk about West Side Story by the way uh, the worst knife fight in cinema history takes place in that movie and I need to talk to you about it <laughs> right 
Now, we can talk about all this because we're going to start plugging. We have got... Today's marathon recording day, everybody. Yep. So this is the first of maybe five or six podcasts we're going to record today. Yep. Uh, we're going to be recording a Hawkeye one. Yep. I guarantee you it's shorter. Um, <laughs> and then it's reviewed. It's, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It certainly is. It's review time. Yeah. We've got the 2021 review of basically everything. We're going to do film first and then we get ready to TV and video games and wrestling. I've had to practice my wrestling speech to keep it under 20 minutes, yes. 30 minutes. <laughs> under 20 yeah. years. Poor, poor boy. <laughs> the story. It's just one story. I don't even, it's not even in WWE and it's going to take me 20 minutes. You're telling me this is like a wrestling isn't wrestling for AEW? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. There's a video series that could do it for you, but now you get the personal fucking yes. touch. I've linked to the video in my end of year review because I couldn't bother to type it. It's so fucking long. So I just watch the video. It'll explain it for you. That's and then we've got our super sexy 2022 preview, which we'll talk to you about when we get there. We certainly will. So thank you very much for listening to this episode of Popscorn. We will see you in the next one. In the meantime, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username FowlENT. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. You can find us personally on Twitter and Instagram as ThatMikeOwen and the Guttridge with an at. That's how those works. And of course, go to fanstainment.com for more end of year reviews, as well as uh, articles, other podcasts, just it's all there. You know the deal. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye, everybody! Bye!